Hey everyone, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I wanted to talk to you today about getting unstuck. Many of us become stuck in certain areas of our lives, and when we become stuck, we can feel depressed, resentful, and anxious, and also fearful. What are these areas where we become stuck? I'm going to talk about the three major. There are others, but these are the ones I want to focus on today, and I think that they're the most common. First is your job. Second is marriage or relationships. And the third is spirituality. So let's talk about your career or your job first. We all are sent here on earth to be creative and to use our talents. And for many of us, we have jobs where we feel like our talents and our creativity are not being utilized. And that can make you feel stuck. And when you feel stuck, you become very resentful because you know that you should be doing more and you're just not allowed to. You're not able to use your talents the way that you want to. So how can we become unstuck in our jobs? First of all, you may have a job where you know you're in the right field. You just have a job where you don't like the environment and they're not very supportive of you. If that's the case, then that's an easier fix. Really, you just need to get out there again, get your resume out, and try to find a different company. And I know that that's scary because you build seniority and you have a nice salary and there are a lot of benefits that go along with it, but I guarantee you that if you move, you're gonna feel a lot better. So don't get stuck in that comfort zone. The universe is always trying to push me out of my comfort zone, and I know it's always for a reason. It's to make my life better, and it almost always does. So make sure that you're not staying stuck out of comfort. You may think that you are in a career that's really not the career path for you, and it's really not uncommon because we expect teenagers out of high school to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives, and then they go to college and pick it. And I don't know about you, but I am not the same person I was at 20 years old, and thank goodness for that because I was a hot mess. But how are we supposed to know what we want to do for the rest of our lives at that young age? It's really kind of backwards. We, our society, we do things totally backwards. We don't really know what we want to do at that young age. At least I didn't know what I wanted to do. I changed careers halfway through. So... If you are in that situation where you picked a career and when you were younger you thought, yeah, this is what I want to do, and then you end up in this job and you hate it, it's not too late to change. It can be scary, it can be a lot of work, but I promise you it's worth it. So how do you figure out where your passions are and what you should be doing? There's a couple of things you can do. The first thing you can do is journal, and again, I'm going to say this over and over again, I love, love, love journaling because I really think it's such a great way to get out your emotions. So get out your favorite journal, and I want you to write down what your passions are. What do you love to do? If you had all the free time in the world and all the money in the world and could do anything you wanted to do for fun, what would you do? And maybe you can make a career out of this, and maybe you can't, but this is a start. You can figure out what your passions are. So what would you do with your time if you had unlimited time and resources? And if you said that you love to travel, maybe that could be somewhere you could focus your passions, you know? There are a lot of careers that involve travel. The other thing you need to understand is that we are all sent here with a purpose in life. We all have a certain 
career path that we are supposed to follow. It isn't the one that was set up for us by our guidance counselors. Thank goodness, because I think I would have had a really terrible career if I had chosen to stick to their plan. But we're set here with a life plan. We all have like a map drawn out for us of what we should be doing. And we need to figure out, are we... Are we really living out our life's purpose? Are we doing what we came here to do? And one way to find that out is just through meditation. Find a quiet spot, and on a piece of paper, I want you to ask the question, what is my life's purpose? Write that down on the piece of paper. Think it to yourself in your head. What is my life's purpose? And then I want you to sit in stillness and in the quiet and let the answer come to you. And this may seem strange to you if you're not a person who meditates or isn't used to doing things like this, but I promise you, you will get something. I did this exercise the other day, and I got that my life's purpose was to come here to teach and to teach people about love and acceptance. So I know that I am fulfilling my life's purpose in teaching, not only through teaching school, but also through this Reiki work that I do. I'm helping other people heal and helping them to love and accept themselves. And so I know that I am on the right path and I am living my life's purpose. So what is your life's purpose? Do that little exercise. and Maybe you might need to do it more than one time. Trust your gut. The first thing that you get within the first two or three seconds is your intuition and it will not steer you wrong. After that, our ego does kind of step in and starts telling us things, but that first Two to three seconds is really your intuition, and what you get from that will be correct. So try to figure out what it is you want to do. And don't stay stuck in a job you hate. Move your feet. Do something. And if you're really struggling with this, maybe you should go see a career counselor. There are people out there who can help you try to figure out what it is you could be doing that would make you happy. Or if you uh, so believe and you, you believe in mediums, They're also another great way to find out what your career path should be. Um, Some people don't believe in that, and that's fine. I do, and I think that they can help you. So that's another opportunity, another, um, another person who could help you to figure out where you should be going. But don't stay stuck there. All right, the next area of your life where we can become stuck is in our love relationships or marriages. It is so important that these relationships be 50-50 give and take. And I know some days somebody might be taking 20 and giving 80 and vice versa, but overall it should be an equal partnership. And so many people feel like they're being taken advantage of that they give way more than they get from their spouse. And that's going to make you feel angry and you're going to feel resentment towards your partner if you're constantly the one who's giving and you're not getting anything back from that person. You need to feel loved and supported and oftentimes people don't feel that way and so they try to seek it out in other people or other places and so that leads to big problems. And I'm not saying that every marriage has to just end Because sometimes it's just a matter of realizing that you guys need to work on it and you need to put that passion back into the relationship that you've neglected it because that happens. Life is so busy. Life can feel like a wave washing over you and knocking you on your feet if you let it. There's so many responsibilities and obligations we have in our day-to-day lives, especially if you have children. 
and it's easy to understand why people grow apart. But that doesn't have to be the case. If you're both committed and willing to work on it, then just make sure that you spend more time on that relationship, that you try to get that passion back, because it was there one time, and it can come back. But if you're in a relationship where it's not healthy, and I know that I have been in relationships like this, where either I gave more than I got, that's happened to me, or I was in a relationship where I was being emotionally abused, and that happens, you need to set yourself free. You need to take care of yourself, take care of you, and you're not going to be happy if you're stuck in a relationship where you're either being emotionally or physically abused or you're just neglected. That partner doesn't care about you, doesn't pay attention to you. You're going to end up finding it other places, that, that love and that security. And so before that happens, it's really probably time to just move. And I know that can be scary. And a lot of people will stay in marriages that are not good because number one, they have children and they feel like they need to stay there for their children. But I'm here to tell you that that's not a good reason. That's not a good excuse. We are teaching our children. And when you stay in those relationships where there's abuse or where it's just not a good situation, you're teaching your children that it's okay to only want that in their lives, that that kind of relationship is normal and that that's what they should seek. And so then when they end up in those unloving relationships, they think, well, this is normal. This is just how it is, or this is what I should accept. Or if you're in an abusive relationship, you're teaching your children that it's okay to be abused that way. Or if it's a son learning from their dad that it's okay for me to abuse women that way. And neither of those situations are good. You need to end that. You need to get out of that. When I say that, speaking from experience, and I know that it is difficult and it's not going to be easy, the things that happen to us in life that are wonderful usually start off not being easy in the beginning, but that doesn't mean that you should just abandon that idea. You need to stick up for yourself and you need to know that you are worth finding someone who treasures you and adores you because you are a beautiful creation of God who deserves nothing less than that. So if you are not with the person who treats you that way, get out. And I say that with all love and kindness, get out. You deserve to take care of you. Don't allow yourself to be treated disrespectfully. If you are not being treasured, you are the one that has control over that. We teach others how we want to be treated. So if you're allowing it, you're telling them that it's okay to treat you that way. And it's not. It's not okay to be treated that way. I know that it's difficult and it can be scary and a lot of people stay in marriages because they can't afford to get out or because it's comfortable where they are. Again, those are not excuses. There are things you can do. There are resources out there for you. Oftentimes it takes going to counseling just to get the strength to know that you have that inner strength that you can walk away. Whatever you need to do, do it. Because you are worth it and you deserve it. Everyone deserves to have a happy, healthy, loving relationship with a romantic partner. And if you don't have that and you're not getting that, that needs to change. Alright, and then the last topic is spirituality. A lot of people get stuck with their spirituality because they've either attended a church 
for many years and they go out of habit and out of respect. But they don't really get anything out of it when they go. And this is really, really a sad situation because you should be getting nourished when you go to church. It should be feeding your spirituality. And if you're not getting anything, you really need to consider why is that? You do not have to go to church. And I want to stress this. You do not have to go to church to be a spiritual person and to have a close relationship to God and your spiritual team. You just don't. Churches are places we can go that help us and they're to encourage us in our spiritual growth and on our spiritual journey. But if it's not doing that for you, why are you going? And maybe it's just that you need to find a different church and you need to find the people who are your tribe, as I like to call them. We find the people who support us and they're not necessarily our birth family. They're just people we connect to who support us on our own spiritual journey. And they are wonderful people because they're so loving and supportive and they can help you as you're going through life. They're there, they have your back, and they're people that you can talk to that really understand what you're going through. But I'm here to tell you that if you're feeling stuck, you have the tools necessary to help you feel unstuck. One thing you can do to help improve your relationship and your spirituality is to pray every day. And everyone prays differently. There's not a set way that you have to do it. Praying is not pleading. It's not begging. It's being thankful for all that you have. Always living in gratitude is a way to improve your life a lot. We should be thankful for all the things that we have. It is asking for things that we would like but not begging because we know that our team has our back. They want us to live abundant lives and they're providing for us. And always asking this or better. Sometimes we just don't dream big enough for God. We have a goal and we say, this is what I want to do. And God's like, you know what? That's not big enough. You're worth way more than that. Why are you just asking for that? So dream bigger. You know, never be afraid to ask for everything you want. Be very clear about your intentions, knowing what it is you want out of life. Meditation is also another way to stay very connected to your spiritual team. And it's a way to keep you grounded and to keep you emotionally calm and tranquil. Meditating in the morning is a way to start your day off with gratitude and also on a positive note. And in the evening, it's a way to let go of anything that happened to you during the day that didn't serve you. I mean, there are things that happen to us in life that are awful. And we don't have any control over them because we can't control all of the other people in our lives. But we can control us. We can control how we react to these people. So when you meditate in the evening, you can ask to let go of anything that happened to you during the day that was negative, that bothered you, that didn't serve you. We can ask to let it go. We can give it to our angels, we can give it to Archangel Michael, and we can have a more relaxing and deep sleep without having to worry about all those things that happened to us that day. The other thing, again, is through journaling. You can, you can ask questions of the universe if you want, of God, and then just do that sitting in still, quiet places and listening to what comes to you. That's another great way. But there are a lot of things that you can do. Just don't stay stuck. 
the whole point of this entire podcast is move your feet. That's the main message. Move your feet. You can never make a wrong decision. The only wrong decision is not moving. Our life is a journey. It's like a roadmap. We're going to get to our destination. We all are. We just may take a different path, and that's okay. Even if you took a detour for a little while, it's no big deal. You're still going to get to your destination. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Keep up the good work. Keep improving yourself because it's only going to make you feel better. It's going to make your life so much easier, and you're going to be so much happier. And I really want that for all of you. I want you to be so abundant and so happy and so peaceful in your lives and in all of your relationships. And so I pray that you all find that and that you have a wonderful day. Sending you much love and peace. Goodbye.